My name is Brianna, and I welcome you to the Tales of Adventure, a D&D podcast like no other. My name's Anna, and I uh, play in one of the regular shows over at the Games Tavern Twitch channel called Whiskey, Magic, and Destruction. My character is a rogue called Turgeon Nighthawk, and we play Thursdays 7 p.m., and we've also got a bunch of other shows that we have and are in the process of developing, and if you want to drop by, you can do it at the Games Tavern across all social media channels, or you can check out my character and persona at AmberAnna391 across all social media channels. Are you alright there? You look a little lost in thought. Oh, I suppose I have a lot on my mind. I'm sorry, who are you? My name is Istrada. I'm not from around here. I see. Well, uh, we're both here. Care to share a drink? I would love to. Um, perhaps we could talk about whatever's on your mind. Well, that might require more than one drink. I'm sure that can be arranged. <laughs> so, what's your name and where are you from? Well, I'm uh, Turja. I'm from Waterdeep originally. Uh, we just got out of the Underdark. It was uh, somewhere that I never want to see again. That is the typical response to being in the under dark it's not always a pleasant experience for some people it has its charms but is also has far far too many spiders oh spiders howling monsters let's see drow patrols there were a lot of hazards thanks to gungar we survived but it was a close thing sometimes if you don't mind me asking what were you doing down there Oh, well, that's um, a long story, and, uh, well, you look like you're able to keep your mouth shut, so I assume you're not going to run around telling this to anyone else. I would never. You can trust me. (laughs) That's what they all say. We were asked by our employer to go looking for... We needed to find a location that no longer is on any maps, unless those maps are very, very old, which means you need to go to a location like the Underdark in Graven Hollow. So we managed to find the location that we're looking for on a map in Graven Hollow, but so we probably wouldn't have been able to find it just about anywhere else. Our employer wants us to go to that location and find some treasure there, but first we had to figure out where it was, of course. An important step in any journey, figuring out where it is you're going. Yes. So, how long have you been working for this employer of yours? Oh, a few months. The other members of my party met him first, and then I ran into them. They were making a delivery for him. He's certainly a very interesting character. He thinks we don't know who he really is, but we do. 
But of course, we're not going to tell anyone because that would be rude. I do believe I have met your employer, and I, I agree with your assessment. <laughs> he seems trustworthy enough, if odd. <laughs> yes, you've met him, absolutely. I believe he'll keep up his end of the bargain, but it's uh, anyone's guess. I'm not sure how reliable he'd be in areas not relating to business. He seems... An interesting character. Uh, that is true indeed. Yes. What were you doing before you met him and he became your employer? Well, I like to think of it as essentially running errands. Due to unforeseen circumstances, I found myself rather on my own and at loose ends. A friend of mine kindly offered me a job delivering messages for him and looking into things for him, that sort of thing. Between me and me, I suspect the offer was partially charity, but I I needed it. So I just do my best to do a good job for him on whatever he wants me to do. And so far it's managed to work out. Good to hear it. It's never fun to find yourself without any ways or means, but... It's good to know that there are still people who offer kindnesses. Yes, I I remember when I was in the dock ward in this just rundown building and I was almost out of money and I remember he came to find me there. He'd heard about what had happened to me and he might have been the only person who actually bothered to actually look for me and check up on me. Most of my friends, my people I thought I could trust, I most of them, they were too afraid of crossing, well, my family. Sounds like there is a story here. Perhaps one you've not told anyone. No, my friends that I'm traveling with, they don't know. I don't like to tell people because a lot of times when they find out, I have found that commoners don't often like nobles very much. So you are for them nobility then? Well, not that high ranking. I just, my family is in, they live in Waterdeep. We're merchants and technically we're also nobles, but... About five years ago, I don't suppose you know anything about the War of the Silver Marches? I'm familiar. I was not near at that time, but I know bits and pieces of of the story. Well, my father's family is from Waterdree, but my mother's family is from Sundabar. My entire mother's family, when Sundabar was stormed by the orcs, they were all killed. A lot of our trade was dependent on those connections with Sundabar. It it didn't quite ruin us, but it came close. It was not pretty. I would very much imagine not, and I also pictured it was not just your family, but many. Wars and even skirmishes can have devastating effects on people. And I don't little what happened to those other people but what happened to my family was 
bad enough. It made my father desperate to fix things, to, to regain our position. He got so angry and short-tempered, and two years later, it just it came to... No, no, I can't. I can't talk about it. I can't. I... Be breath. You don't have to if you don't want to. I can see it still hurts. Anyway, the long and short of it was we disagreed about something, and he didn't like my opinion on the subject, and then, well, my father used to have a saying, guard your reputation as you would your life, because if you lose the first, you'll soon lose the second. Apparently he didn't have the guts to get rid of me outright, but he certainly went for the reputation. I don't like to use my name in Waterdeep anymore. And it's not just because people don't like nobles. It's just better for everyone if I stay anonymous. I'm sorry to hear that your father caused such pain for you. That I can't quite comprehend people doing things like that, but I guess that does explain why you are not as close to Waterdeep as you once were, I imagine. Well, I do go in and out. I just try and do it inconspicuously, if you know what I mean. Probably a good call. (laughs) Yes, well... It sounds like you've at least not found a new family. You found some friends you can trust to an extent. Yes, that's true. I think Zatara and I might actually... I think she might actually be... A friend. It's strange for me. It's been some time since I've been able to call almost anyone a friend. I mean, there's Sahir at the Temple of Agma, the person I work for. He's been a good friend to me, but almost no one else. Finding friends after a time of tragedy and when you have to hide parts of who you are can be complicated, to say the least. I'm starting to feel rather bad that I, I haven't told Zatara anything about who I am. I just... There have been a couple of times where she even asked me things that... But the way she asked it, I just... It was... It didn't come out right. And then I just couldn't bring myself to tell her the truth. It's funny. She she actually reminds me a little bit of my sister. Even though they're nothing alike. Is she the sister you wish you had? No, it's just... I mean, I like Zatara. It's not a question of wishing or not wishing to have her as a sister. It's... When I was younger, I didn't really much like my siblings, but after I got a little distance from the whole situation, I realized that they'd actually gone to some lengths to... I was the middle child, you see. My sister was older than me and my brother was younger than me. But since my brother was the heir, he tended to act like he was older than both of us. And As happens with younger children who are promised more power than they're mature for. Well, he wasn't a bad person. I, he just tended to take being heir a little too seriously, if you know what I mean. I'm familiar with the type. Yes. Not the worst, but also not the most fun. But not a bad person. And in retrospect, I realized that both of them worked 
they put a lot of effort into protecting me from from father's temper when when he was angry. And Jessia and so Zatara are nothing alike, but the way Zatara is very protective, it just reminds me of Jessia, even though they're so different in a lot of other ways. Perhaps one day you will find the right words to tell them. But they understand sometimes there are things that they're hard to talk about. Oh. Rengar, maybe. I doubt I'll ever get a chance to... I mean, unless you know a way to talk to dead people. There are ways, but it can be complicated, expensive, and usually doesn't work out quite like you want. The only time I had it not end very awkwardly, the person wasn't actually dead, they were just trapped in the realm of the dead. It long, long story. Sounds like maybe after you've heard the rest of my life story, I can buy you a drink and you can tell me about that. Oh, I have enough stories we could be here for the rest of the year or our life. Depends on how long it takes me to tell the story and how drunk I get. <laughs> it's just... It bothers me so much that that Jessia died before I could ever talk to her again and explain to her what what really happened with everything. I always thought when the disinheritance first happened, I thought that eventually I'd be able to explain, and now I never can. It's hard sometimes to live with. I'm sure she knew that you still loved her. Fendalf and siblings, they know the truth even if they don't realize the truth behind what they're being told. I hope so. I I hope you're right about that. I mean, I I can have a temper too, I admit. But, I mean, I cared about them. I still want them. (sighs) Family's complicated. How's your brother? Oh, I... Hard to say. I mean, in the three years since everything happened, I received exactly one letter from him. A very short one, informing me our sister was dead. I suppose I should be grateful I got that much. He can, once he gets set on a course of action, he can be very hard to dissuade. And as I said, none of my family thinks well of me right now. It's unfortunate as that is. Perhaps there's still a chance for you to repair what was broken. If not with all of them, at least with one. That's... I hope someday you're right. And it sounds to me like you're already doing some adventuring, working towards... Do you know what it is you're working towards, or does your employer the tell you what to do first, not really explain anything ever? Well, the treasure we're looking for is, its I think they're called runestones, if I remember correctly. They're sort of like magical charging devices of some kind. I mean, I'm not a big scholar of the arcane. I can do a few tricks, but I'm no expert. But I got the impression that they were very valuable magical artifacts that would be both monetarily valuable in their own right, but also if arcane scholars could replicate them again, then that would be very beneficial. I would imagine so. I think I've heard people talking of runestones. I didn't always understand most of what they were saying, but that could be very beneficial. Also dangerous, depending on whose hands they're in. Yes, 
My employer does seem to have a conscience, but as I said, it's not always easy to predict the turnings of his mind. I think we're doing the right thing, but it's hard to be sure sometimes. As long as you figured it out before the end, that's the important part. Huh. Who knows? Maybe we'll all just die searching for these mystical rune stones, and then it won't matter one way or the other. I would hope not. I would rather enjoy talking to you. <laughs> Probably. No, I, I shouldn't say that. It's hard to keep a positive self-image when virtually everyone in your life has basically told you that they don't want to see you again, but I just have to keep reminding myself that it's not my fault. Sounds to me like it isn't, but there's been a lot placed on you, which is not fair in the slightest to you. What they're saying my father was fond of is that life often isn't. Well, he's not wrong with that one. That doesn't mean I like him. <laughs> Have you done anything recently that's helped lift your spirits or the way you see yourself? Oh! Yes! Okay, so, alright, I... There are these moments that I just try to keep in mind, remember that not everything I've done is, is terrible, and uh, when we were in the Underdark, coming back from, from uh, Graven Hollow, the library, we came across this drow patrol, and well, they didn't know we were there, and they had some gnomes that were all tied up, and we were trying to sneak past them, and they were about to have dinner, and I happened to have some poison mushrooms that I had picked a few ten days prior, because, well, you never know when you're going to come across a bunch of drow who are having dinner. Exactly. Also, poison mushrooms have multiple uses. They can be rather irritating when you rub them in people's socks when they're not looking. When did you rub poison mushrooms in somebody's socks? I don't remember exactly when it happened, but there was someone who was driving me nuts, so I might have done that when they weren't looking, and then watched them squirm for the next three days, trying to pretend like nothing was wrong. I regret nothing. I can think of one or two people whom that treatment would not go amiss. Well, you're welcome to the idea. <laughs> but I managed to sneak some poison mushrooms into their stew using magic, and then I managed to get a dagger to the gnomes and untie them. Very well done. Yes. The drow, I swear to God, we were just watching them. They were, let's just say it was coming out of both ends. And um, they were just trying to drag, pull out their swords to, to fight the gnomes as they got free. And when they finally noticed the gnomes were getting free, because of course they were a little distracted at the moment, but by the time they even managed to pull their swords out of their sheaths, the gnomes just boop, disappeared. I've always known gnomes to be fairly good at disappearing in pinches. But oh, I wish I could have seen that. <laughs> well, if you run into Gungar, our, our guide, uh, when you're here in Gauntelgrim, feel free to ask him about it. He could not stop laughing for hours. I will have to keep him in mind. Enjoy wandering and collecting stories from different adventurers and heroes. Friends are rarely what you expect. I don't know if you could call me a hero. Adventurer, certainly. 
There's time for that, I'm sure. Well, I mean, it's funny. When I was growing up, my life, I just, I never expected it to be anything but go to school, come back from the temple school, then help my family with the business, then marry whoever my father told me to and help out with their business. And just, it was a very nice cage, but it was a cage. Do you know what I mean? You were in a life where it was nice, but you weren't going to have much of a choice of who you could be. Exactly. And there was a part of me that didn't like that, but there was also a part of me that was afraid of what might happen if I stepped out of that role, because then anything could go. I wasn't sure how to live outside of that role. I I suppose this all sounds very strange to you. The unknown can be a scary thing, especially when you've grown up with such rigid security and certainty around you. Yes. And then when I was forced to leave that, it was freeing, but it was also frightening. I, If it weren't for here, I don't know how I would have coped. I'm sure you would have found a way. It might not have been the best way, but... I was almost out of money. I, I didn't have any friends. I, I tried to hold down jobs, but nobody... Even when they'd hire me, when they didn't, when they knew who I was, they wouldn't hire me. And if they didn't know who I was, they might hire me, but never for long. And I just, I didn't know what else. To... It didn't get bad, but it could have gotten very bad. I found myself fortunate. It never spiraled down as far as it could have, but I still am afraid of that sometimes. And, well, sometimes you don't always make the best decisions when you're facing that. That is true, but that is also what friends are for, to give you the hand and lift you up whenever you feel like there is no other option. Well, at least one of my friends turned out to be a true one. But how did you meet this? It's Zaheer, correct? Zaheer, yes. He was one of my teachers in the Temple of Agma. My sister and I, we went to school there. But even then, I... Let's just say I didn't always follow the rules, and uh, one of the ways I didn't always follow the rules was uh, Sahir taught me a few things that um, probably I wasn't supposed to know, according to my father. Things that weren't part of the official curriculum? You could put it that way. Most young noble women don't know how to pick locks. A shame. Such a useful skill. Also picking pockets. I agree, and yet, for some reason, it was not on the official curriculum. I guess it's because they all, they want you to be stuck in a situation where you have to wait for the hero to come rescue you, and being a damsel in distress is just so overrated, when you can just take care of the problem yourself. Well, to be fair, the one-time lockpicking saved my bacon, it was by helping us all run away. Valuable skill. Yes, yes, we all thought so. I don't want to know what would have happened if I had failed to pick that lock. It was, um, we were in the sewers, there was this monster, and the person we were chasing, he had just locked us in with him, so. And we had already been attacked. We, half of us were barely still on our feet. It, if we hadn't picked that lock, it could have gotten quite ugly. I would imagine so. 
But at that point, that's when you just start trying to see if you can break down the door. Well, Zatar actually tried before I pointed out that picking the lock was likely to be faster. Also, she's much better at fighting troll monsters than me. Another valuable skill set, if a different skill set. I admit, sometimes I'm jealous. She and Bromwood are so much more able to deal with that sort of thing than I am. I'm better at hanging back and being support, if that makes sense, in a combat situation. That makes sense, and it's still valuable. You're there to clean up what they miss. You can see it that way. All skills are valuable, even if you have different fighting styles. Definitely that's for more interesting combat situations. Well, not everyone's relenting at the enemy screaming with a giant sword over their head. <laughs> Two giant swords. She calls them reason and logic. I love everything about that. Well, maybe you can sit down for a drink with Zatara next. I may have to do that. So what are the other people you adventured with? Well, Bromwood is a moralistic, annoying jerk. Okay, he's not really a jerk. He's just moralistic and annoying. Rafe is sort of just... He, he's very bland. I i find it hard to really relate to, to... To develop much of a connection with Rafe. And then Adgurn is... Well, cocky, arrogant wizard. Well, is there such a thing as a wizard that's not cocky and arrogant? I've yet to meet one, and I've met many people on my journeys. Well, he's a wizard that should tell you everything you need to know. But no, Bromwood doesn't really like me very much. And from his perspective, not without cause, I suppose. You're not going to get along with everyone you meet. As long as you can trust them in the fight and they're not trying to kill you in your sleep, I'm sure you're fine. Well, he won't try to kill me in my sleep unless he thinks that... Well, okay. As long as he doesn't think he can kill the... Eep devil that's been following around by killing us in my sleep, then he probably won't try to do it. Are there the what that's been following you around? There's this imp. It has been following our party almost from the start, and, well, he likes to make deals. That's not great. Mm, I mean, if the reason you're not dead is because you made a deal with the imp, well, it's... Not awful, either. Still eventually problematic. Yes, yes, eventually problematic. But not making the deal would have been immediately problematic. Eventually at least gives me some time to figure out how to make it not a problem. That's true, but imps can be tricky little bastards. I'm still trying to figure out how to be trickier. Eventually something will come to me. I'm sure it will. It might take some research, but I'm sure it will. Well, Rom doesn't like me because um, he has a very black and white view about such things, for which a part of me cannot blame him, but I don't want to be dead either. And considering that if it weren't for making that deal, I wouldn't be around, so I think he's being a little unfair. True, there are circumstances that affect things, but also... Sometimes people get a little touchy when a deal is made for them without their knowledge, or... But he wasn't even there at the time, so it's not... I mean, it's nothing to do with him. It's not like it involves him in any way. Just leave it alone. 
I'm sure he'll be fine with it eventually. Oh, you don't know this guy. Is he one of those experts when it comes to holding grudges? Not so much that, just very devoted to his deity. He serves Torm. Not a deity I know well, but judging from Brom's behavior, a very black and white one. It's very black and white and not one I'm particularly fond of. Hmm. Why? We just disagree on several things. Well, I think you understand uh, my position in this whole debate. Things get complicated when the gods aren't involved. Well, they get more complicated when imps are involved. That's because imps are just some, I swear, some god just got bored one day, created them, and then realized, oh no, it's a mistake, and now they just like, are the bane of everyone's existence. Too late, they're already here. Yes, and we're not going to be rid of them anytime soon. But I'm sure someday you'll find a way to reach a sort of, if not friendship, then an agreement with Bronwyn. Ever thought about, well, maybe not necessarily what you'll do when all of this is over, but what is it you would like to do with your life if you had the ability to have options? You know, I've spent three years trying to figure that out and I still don't really have an answer. I don't want to say reconcile things with my father. They, There's no way I can ever reconcile with my father, but fix the problem, I suppose, is the best way to put it. I'd like to fix what happened between me and my family. It'll probably have to wait for my father to die, but I don't necessarily want to go back to where I was with them in, in the sense of working for them necessarily or, or running the family or anything like that, but I would like there to not be antagonism there. You want to get to a place where even if they don't necessarily like you all the time, there's still... You can have a connection with your family. I can be with my family, yes. One of the upsides to this job is it ought to make us a lot of coins, so... I guess, assuming we all survive, what I'd probably do is go back to Waterdeep and use that freedom to figure out what I want to do with my life. Maybe I'd work for Sahir more, or do something else for him, or maybe I'd do some sort of research, or... I always like drawing. Maybe I could do that for a living, or just even for fun, or... I don't know. You have a whole world of options and a lifetime to choose. That would hopefully be the end game of, of this whole escapade, yes. Who knows? Maybe you'll decide to stick with adventuring. It can be... Addicting, but it can also be stressful. I was going to say, shortening of life expectancy. You are not incorrect. Yes. Never run into so many crazy situations since I joined up with this group. My goal when I was working for Sahir was to avoid these sorts of crazy situations. I find whenever you join the adventuring party, you can just throw sanity and stability out of the window. Yeah, you've got that straight. It's going to be weird until this story is done. And then the rest of your tale can go how you choose. But Fate has other ideas for now. Okay. Perhaps another round of drinks and maybe you can tell me a little bit more about your employer and some of the other things he's involved in or some of the things you've done here. 
Well, in order to tell you about those, I'd have to know what they are. All I can tell you is that, based on his behavior, I'm sure they're numerous and varied. Yes, that does make sense, having met him. He doesn't seem to need to sleep as much as normal humans, I can tell you that. God, man went up partying every night when we were staying at his establishment in Waterdeep. I don't quite understand how people can do that, but eh... You meet all types when you're adventuring. You ask me, I think he's running from something. Running in his head, you understand, not running physically. I understand, I feel like... Many who go on adventures are running from something, whether they realize it or not. That wouldn't surprise me if you were right. I've met enough, I'm sure I am, but... Hopefully one day you'll be able to stop running and decide what you want to be and where you want to fit in this world. I'll drink to that. This has been a pleasure talking to you. Just remember what I said. Don't tell anyone else. I don't need my real background getting around or what we're doing here. That could go very badly for me. Don't worry, I'm more than capable of keeping a secret. You know, you you do look like you actually are. I appreciate it. I don't often get a lot of many chances to talk about any of this. I, I appreciate the chance. I appreciate your willingness to trust me, even though I'm a complete stranger. Sometimes it's easier to tell these things to a stranger, one that you're not going to see again. I do hope we meet again sometime in the future, and maybe you can tell me how the rest of your adventure went. Well, that means I'll still be alive after it's all over, so I'll drink to that too. Here's to living till the end. Tales of Adventure is directed and produced by me, Brianna Toiber, as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network. The music is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what I'm doing and would like to support this podcast, please go to patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial and choose one of the tiers connected to Tales of Adventure. You can also leave a review on iTunes to make our show easier to find for those who need it.